Hello and welcome to the July 1st episode of 10. My name is Ryan and I will be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world such as Seattle police dismantling CHOP after multiple shootings, Tesla becomes more valuable than Coca-Cola and Disney, the NBA bubble in Orlando will cost the league more than $150 million, and much more. In our first story of the day, police dispersed protesters in Seattle's Capitol Hill occupation protest, more commonly referred to as the CHOP area and arrested at least 31 people today after an emergency order by Mayor Jenny Durkin. Hundreds of police officers worked afterward on cleaning up the area. The Seattle police chief said the damage was absolutely devastating and she was stunned by the amount of graffiti, garbage and property destruction that was found within the area. Seattle's mayor issued an executive order Tuesday in response to reported life safety public health and property issues in and around the East Precinct and Cal Anderson Park area, which protesters have occupied for the past few weeks and which has been marred by a series of shootings. Police tweeted anyone who remains in the area or returns to it will be subject to arrest. The 31 arrests were for failure to disperse, obstruction, assault and unlawful weapon possession, according to police. Thousands of protesters have occupied the four to six block area, known as Trop or Chez, since early June in an effort to demand police reform following the police killing of George Floyd. But there have been five shootings in the area in the past two weeks, including two fatal ones, undermining its original motivation. In international news, Hong Kong police fired water cannon and tear gas and arrested more than 300 people today as protesters took to the streets in defiance of sweeping security legislation introduced by China to snuff out dissent. Beijing unveiled the details of the much-anticipated law late on Tuesday after weeks of uncertainty, pushing China's freest city and one of the world's most glittering financial hubs onto a more authoritarian path. Police said they had made more than 300 arrests for illegal assembly and other offenses, with nine involving violations of the new law. The law punishes crimes of secession, subversion, terrorism and collusion with foreign forces with up to life in prison. In response, the U.S. House of Representatives passed by unanimous consent a bill imposing sanctions on banks that do business with Chinese officials involved in cracking down on pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong. The bill which is similar but not identical to a measure passed by the Senate last week, would have to be approved by the Senate before going to President Donald Trump for his signature. The measure is a response to the Chinese government enacting a strict new national security law for Hong Kong, a move many lawmakers said violated the government's promise to honor the autonomy of the former British colony. The legislation passed as the Trump administration is preparing to, to roll out long-delayed sanctions to punish senior Chinese officials over human rights abuses against Muslims in Xinjiang. In business news, shares of Tesla were up 4% in midday trading Wednesday to a new record high of above $1,120 a share. At that price, Tesla's market cap is nearly $210 billion. That makes Tesla the most valuable auto company on the planet ahead of Toyota. Tesla has also passed the market caps of Dow Components Coca-Cola, Disney, Cisco, Merck, and ExxonMobil. In more tech news, voice chat platform Discord is looking to distance itself from its gaming-oriented roots to become a more general platform similar to Skype. 
In a recent blog post, the company stated that it will focus on revamping its platform to tailor to any community, not just the gaming community. Since the beginning of 2020, the app has seen a 50% increase in usage in the U.S. Twice as much traffic occurred in Spain and France, while Italy saw triple its usual activity. Discord saw that increase as an opportunity to raise additional capital, which the company offhandedly mentions at the end of its blog post. The platform has received $100 million in additional funding meaning a return for investment is needed, and breaking into the mainstream may be the best way to do it. In sports news, the NFL has shortened its 2020 preseason to two games, which is part of the larger acclimatization plan for players after an unprecedented virtual off-season program during the coronavirus pandemic. In essence, the league cancelled weeks 1 and 4 of its original preseason schedule. It had previously cancelled its August 8th Hall of Fame game. Most players will still report to training camp on July 28th, but the first preseason games won't be played until August 20th to 24th. The second week of preseason games is scheduled for August 27th to 31st. Some reshuffling of the original preseason schedule for weeks 2 and 3 are underway, as each team will play one home game and one on the road. No teams were able to practice on the field during the offseason, and many gyms and other conditioning settings have been closed. The NFL's standard preseason has been four games since it was shortened from six games in 1978. It is expected to be cut further when owners activate a provision in the collective bargaining agreement to extend the regular season to 17 games, which they can do as early as 2021. In other sports news, the NBA will pay north of $150 million to resume its 2019-2020 season at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. The league will house 22 teams including players, coaches, executives, and essential staff at three resorts, arranging for seven practice courts and three different arenas for the bubble in Orlando. The NBA will also provide meals, daily coronavirus testing and other medical support, security, transportation, and entertainment for over 1,500 people during the early stages of the resumption. That number will eventually come down after two weeks, as six of the 22 teams will be eliminated and sent on their way back to their respected markets. The league is doing this because of money not to make money, but to salvage whatever is left. The NBA makes the most money in the postseason when arenas are packed to the gills and TV ratings are through the roof as fan bases tune in to watch their favorite teams, often in national television. With no fans in attendance during the Disney bubble, the NBA will instead focus on recouping any potential TV revenue left on the table in hopes to manage a more suitable return in 2020-2021. The return of this season will also allow players to get paid and for the collective bargaining agreement to not get blown up by a cancellation. In environmental news, the South Pole has been warming at more than three times the global average over the past 30 years, a new study has found. That could have huge implications for the melting of Antarctic ice sheets, marine life in the region and the rising of global sea levels. The study sheds new light on the most remote region on Earth. 
while scientists have known for years that the outer regions of Antarctica is warming, they previously thought the South Pole, being located deep in its interior, was isolated from rising global temperatures. The scientists said the main cause of the warming was increasing sea surface temperatures thousands of miles away in the tropics. Over the past 30 years, warming in the western tropical Pacific Ocean, a region near the equator north of Australia and Papua New Guinea, meant there was an increase in warm air being carried to the South Pole. Initially, the scientists found the South Pole was actually cooling by more than a degree during the 1970s and 1980s, while global temperatures were rising. The team said the cool period was down to natural climate patterns that occur in 20 to 30 year cycles. Then the trend flipped rapidly, and near the turn of the century, temperatures began to rise about 2 degrees a year. In our final story of the day, according to a new report, the reason North Korean President Kim Jong-un blew up a liaison office with South Korea was because he was furious about insulting depictions of his wife in an anti-North Korean leaflet campaign initiated by defectors in South Korea. The leaflets, carried over the highly militarized border by balloons, are a propaganda tactic that the two countries have used since the Korean War. The liaison office in Kaesong, just north of the border, exploded on June 16. The following day, Pyongyang announced it would resume military exercises, boost readiness in border towns and re-establish guard posts its most provocative actions on the peninsula since it entered an agreement with the South to lower tensions in 2018. That's all for today's episode of 10. Thank you for listening and have a great day.